Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Toronto Maple Leafs, again. And I am joined, again, by Adam Selvig, Extension Plan Puppets. Adam, how are you? I'm good. I'm in the, in, enjoying the Leafs' uh, winning November, even though it seems to be the most miserable three-game win streak <laughs> we've ever had. Uh, yeah, and it's been so long since we've talked. <laughs> so much to talk about. So many things have happened since the last time we played the Maple Leafs. Yeah, it's been so long, I, I can't even remember the last game. All I remember <laughs> is me being almost so right about how long that shootout would be. Super, super close. That was pretty wild, actually. So, it has been uh, exactly one week since the last time we played the Toronto Maple Leafs. And in that time, the Leafs have gone on to win two more games. They beat the Flyers 4-3, as you remember, in the shootout. And then they have defeated the LA Kings 3-1 the Vegas Golden Knights 2-1 to one in overtime. So, seems like things are going pretty well for the Leafs so far this week. Not so bad, huh? Yeah, uh, November's been a, a lot better than October. Um, as predicted, October, Freddie has left, and Frederick Anderson is back <laughs> to his own self. And um, the Leafs have been winning games, but we've been finding ways to complain about how they've won the games. So, you know, it's an improvement, I guess. So I actually want to get to that in a little bit. But first, I want to ask you about um, kind of the biggest thing that's going to be different in this game from the last game in that you have John Tavares back in the lineup. How has he looked so far? He's been looking good. Um, you can tell he's coming off a hand injury. Not everything's might not be as quick, or like especially in the faceoffs. But, uh, you know, he's scored since he's come back. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, having Tavares back really fixes, you know, the holes they can develop down the middle, especially pushing, you know, like Kerfoot back down to the third line. Um, and then maybe Spezza, maybe Gautier, maybe Nick Shore, who knows who's going to be the fourth line center. But um, all that matters is the top six is uh, back to normal. That's always good. Um, and you mentioned Freddie Anderson has gotten back to November. Freddie Anderson, we actually talked about this a bit on our podcast earlier today about the fact that Freddie Anderson every year seems to have an absolutely terrible October and then begins to pick things back up in November. So he is starting to play well. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. I think I think the problem is we just need to get him started in exhibition games in August. <laughs> then we can, you know, we can get, you know, September out of the way and then start on time if, as the popular loose saying this year goes. Yeah, because yeah. you guys can't start on time, apparently. But yeah. speaking of, of things that Leafs fans complain about and you just kind of mentioned that apparently you guys aren't winning in the correct way to appease the fan base um so I follow a lot of Leafs people on Twitter just because you know hockey fan um and if I did not look at the standings and I didn't know what was going on just reading Leafs tweets and Leafs news stories you would think that this team was like scraping the bottom of the barrel based on what people say about them but in reality, they're second in the Atlantic. Austin Matthews, I believe, is tied for the league lead in goals. Um, as you said, Freddie Anderson is getting better, and he wasn't even that terrible in October. Kind of just average. Um, why Why is everything on fire with the Toronto Maple Leafs when the team is actually not doing that badly? I think it's just been a smoldering fire since it's been left over from last season when you know Nylander was out until December. And no one really got over that. And then the Marner negotiations, there's been so much contract nonsense going on. And there's been so much 
anxiety left over from losing to Boston two years in a row in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. we're not making the the Leafs aren't making the steps we expect them to make, and I think that's it's all just building up, and we need something to go well, and hopefully it's Saturday um, with a with a big blowout win. Um, ah. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> I, I think just the problem is everything looks like it should be so much better on paper. You know, all the, mm-hmm. the players we have, we're expecting bigger wins. I think mm. I think the expectation has been um, since not last season, but the season before last, that all this firepower, all these players t- together, learning, growing together, they're going to be unstoppable. And, you know, last year's preseason, it looked like they were going to be unstoppable. They're yeah. scoring on every power play and everything. And then it's just been you can't have an unstoppable team like that really anymore. Last year's regular season lightning aside, but you know, I think it's our expectations were too high Mm -hmm. and now we're just worried. It's we're just following into our own leaf swamp of despair again, really, but that's just our natural state of being. I mean, as a Flyers fan, I I totally understand that. Um, One of the things I saw the other day, just kind of, again, scrolling scrolling through Twitter, where I find all of my hockey information, um, was kind of a, a general complaint about the fact that a team as good as the Leafs is so boring to watch. Have they been boring, in your opinion, so far? I, I think the problem is that they can't decide what they are. Mm. I mean, some, like, one period will be amazing, like in the... Um, like in the last game against the the Knights, you know, period one was good. Period two was some of the worst hockey we've seen. And then they ended on a really high note. Um, I think it's just, yeah, at times they're just too restricted, perhaps by coaching, perhaps by systems. They're not just running and, and doing what they can do best. I think that it might be part of that where we just expect to see more of a a free flowing, you know, high octane team out there, and we're not. Um, mm-hmm. So again, maybe it comes back to expectations. Maybe they really are kind of boring, but I, I would just like to see them be consistent. If they're going to be boring, just be boring the whole game. If you're going to be, <laughs> you know, fast and fun, be fast and fun the whole game. But don't give me a terrible period in the middle of a game. So, I mean, that's my biggest complaint. Not less that they're boring, and more that they don't really seem to know what they're doing. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, like I said, we just had this conversation a week ago, so it's really hard to pick your brain for anything super new. So I guess I'll ask you, why should we expect this game to be different than the one we saw last Saturday? Well, the Leafs have won three in a row. So hope the team seems to be, feeling better if what we can gather from you know locker room quotes and all that they mm-hmm. seem to be feeling better about themselves Tavares is back you know Dermot's getting more comfortable playing games again Jake Muzzin's back from his you know from getting Tom Wilson um, you know they seem to be feeling better so I think at least from a Leafs perspective I think this Saturday's game should be something really really big for them I think they're they're feeling it you know it's building up and, you know, may, maybe both teams will play extra hard to win in regulation this time. You know, they have that extra long shootout as motivation to not get there. That was, God, that shootout was so long. It was fun, though, eh? 
I thought it was fun. Yeah. My, my, my oldest son loves the shootout. It's probably his favorite thing about hockey. So you know, <laughs> Gary's won one guy over with this. Um, but, you know, so he loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kept it going. And it does get really nervous. And when you get into the double digits and rounds, it's like, you know, what random guy is going to be the hero to, you know, score the game winner. I half expected, you know, Frederick Gauthier to be the guy who wins the game. <laughs> Or, you know, Zach Hyman to come out of nowhere, you know, like in a wrestling match. Just all of a sudden, he, he comes bursting down the aisle, comes out and scores the game-winning goal. But That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I think I think neither one of them want to get there again. So we'll be seeing an extra hard, especially the last 10 minutes of the game. I think that would be worth watching. So who has been playing, in your opinion, who's been playing really well over these last three-game win streak. Is there anybody who sticks out for you? Not over all three games, not particularly. Mm -hmm. I think they've all had high moments. They've all had low moments. Some of them, like Alex Kerfoot, those moments come within two minutes of each other. (laughs) You know, taking a penalty to give up a goal, getting a turnover to get a goal. That was great. But I don't think anyone has particularly stood out. Um, so I, hopefully we get a, a good standout game on Saturday. Tonight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we're recording this on Friday because, you know, people have lives. Mm-hmm. And we can't always do these things on the exact day of the game. But not a lot is going to happen between today and tomorrow. So I think we're fine. Um, oh, well, see. now that you've jinxed us, there's going to be I a know, huge right? coming up in the morning. They're going to wave Jason Spezza and he's going to be the Flyers' fourth-line center. In the game for tomorrow. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think they're going to wave him? No. No. He's, he's making league minimum. Yeah. They, right now, they, I don't think they'd want to take the, the press hit, really. But it's a terrible reason to make decisions, but I think that's going to be the decision about who gets waived and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think Spets will stay up all year. He's been I don't. It doesn't seem like Babcock likes him very much, huh? No, he doesn't seem to like him. He's been contributing, you know, when he's out there. But right. this was definitely a uh, GM made the call without talking to the coach kind of thing. Very interesting. The way that they scratched him in that first game against Ottawa was pretty uh, interesting to me. I just want to pretend that never existed because that frustrated me too. No <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, I, I mean, again, we did this a week ago, but... Um... I think that the last time I asked you this question, I think you said Ilya Mikheyev. Am I saying Mikheyev, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the underrated guy to keep an eye on. Is there anybody else who we should look for in this game? In tonight's game, or if yeah. um, somebody if that we might not know about, I can't remember if he got sent down to the Marlies again or not. But if he's up again and he's on the top line, I think he may be surprising because he may be motivated to play his way into a good trade because he's definitely feeling like the yo-yo guy this year. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps keep an eye on, on uh, Dimitri Timoshov if he's in the lineup tonight. Uh, I always liked him back in when he was playing in the Quebec League. You know, he's been great for the Marlies. He's been working his way up. He was a surprise to make the team this year, but you know, I think he's going to have uh, bursts of moments uh, for, him, for himself this season, so I think he'll be a guy to watch tonight. Okay. Last thing that I can think of to ask you. 
if there's anything that has been going poorly for the Leafs over the last couple of games that the Flyers might be able to take advantage of. Uh, all right. They should try and have one play that makes William Nylander look bad. That way he'll be kept off the ice for a few shifts. <laughs> you know, you could do it to anyone else and nothing will happen. But if you want a good player off the ice, maybe get Nylander to cause a turnover or something and you'll have a few minutes without him. Okay. So just make William Nylander look silly. That's the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's your best bet to, um, to, to get one of those stuff. Off the ice. <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard. I'm actually curious to know. Um, I don't think we know which goalie is going to start for us tomorrow. So I'm kind of interested to see where that goes. Cause we've got a back to back against Boston. Um, yeah. I, I, I've been the least have a back to back, but it's game one. So Anderson will 100% for sure start this game. Yeah, it's game one for us, too, which kind of is like, uh, you know, do you give Carter Hart the first game of the back-to-back because that's, you know, ostensibly the easier one to win? Or do you save him for Boston, which will definitely be the harder game of the two? It's hard to say. We definitely need go. him for Boston. So if I was the coach and the Leafs were starting Anderson, I'd start the backup and save yeah. Hart for the Bruins He'll probably get a bigger workout there anyway. Yeah, I mean, if it were up to me, I'd save him for the Bruins too, just because that team is terrifying and we need everything that we can get, I think, to beat them. But we'll see. So it sounds like you are predicting a bit of a blowout for your Leafs in this game. So let's hear your game prediction. All right. I think it's going to be 6-1 to one for the Leafs. Oh, my Lord. They need it. We as fans need it. I don't need it, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we as Leafs fans need it. Um, but don't worry. They'll get it back by losing to the Blackhawks on Sunday. So, Okay. I can't imagine that this game will be 6-1 to one Leafs, but I will let you live that dream for a little oh, while. That's okay. Um, God, I got really close to the last game. I, said, I think I said... Uh, I think I said 3-1. Um, not the last Leafs game, the last game the Flyers played. I get really excited when I get close because I'm usually way off on these things. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go... 4-1 Flyers. So not as much of a blowout as yours. But I think... I'm thinking, you know... The Flyers may be coming around to believing in themselves as being an actually okay hockey team. So, I think that's what we're hoping for both our teams. Yeah. <laughs> tonight. Which is pretty wild because your team on paper is wildly talented. There should be no real reason why there's any question that this is a good team. It's very interesting yeah. to me. Yep. They, uh, if anything, the Leafs are interesting, and that's as best as we're going to get, I think. so. <laughs> they are truly never boring, and the fan base is never sane, and the media is never calm. So it's a real party for you guys. Oh, yeah. At, at least there's always something to talk about. <laughs> that's true. Well, Adam, thank you very much for joining me again. I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you for having me back. Not a lot to go over this time, because there's been two games and five days in between the last ones. But I think yep. we did okay. We dragged some information out of each other, which is the best that we could hope for, I think. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. So we've got Flyers, Leafs. This is a 7 p.m. start, I think, right? Yeah, that feels uh, right. Yeah, Saturday night. Um, yep. 7 p.m. start, another Hockey Night in Canada appearance for the Flyers, which is 
fun. Uh, yeah, Adam, thank you. Enjoy the game. Let's go Flyers. <laughs>